0: There is nothing like an internal whistleblower report about an FCPA violation, the finding of such an issue, or worse, a subpoena from the regulators, the prosecutors, or the government to trigger the Board of Directors and senior management attention to the compliance function and a company's compliance program. Such an event can trigger such gnashing of teeth and expressions of outrage following immediately by proclamations of, quote, we are an ethical company, end quote. However, it may well be time for a very serious reality check. In addition to robust investigations, a company must engage in remediation of the offending conduct. The evaluation of corporate compliance programs mandated the additional significance of this by providing that this process, both at the time of the offense and at the time of the charging decision and, resolution will be considered. When you consider the strictures around the continuous monitoring and continuous improvement in compliance programs, you begin to see how critical this is. Obviously, a key test of any compliance program is when a deficiency found and a violation occurs. The question then becomes, what do you do about it? Under Subsection C, analysis and remediation of any underlying conduct in the evaluation. Finally, a hallmark of a compliance program is working effectively in practice is the extent to which a company is able to conduct a thoughtful root cause analysis of misconduct and timely and appropriate remediate to address the root causes. This requires you to not only look at the, question, the issues in question, but also fix them going forward but more than simply looking into it a company must engage in remediation to address the root causes the evaluation of corporate compliance programs went on to state prosecutors should consider any remedial action by the corporation including for existence for example disciplinary actions against past violators and covered by the prior compliance program and also referenced any additional steps that demonstrate the recognition of the seriousness of the misconduct, acceptance of responsibility for it, and the implementation of these measures to reduce the risk of repetition of such misconduct, including measures to identify future risk. In the same section, the DOJ posed the following questions under remediation. What specific changes has the company made to reduce risk that the same or similar issues will not occur in the future? What specific remediation has addressed the issues identified in the root cause and missed opportunity analysis? Obviously, the investigation will be critical to help you understand what remediation your company will need. One of the things rarely considered is how to investigate, or rather, how the investigation triggers a remediation process, and what is the relationship between the two. Russ Berlin, CCO at Avantiv, has said, someone found a way to get around your controls in your system. Maybe they colluded to overcome the internal controls. Maybe there was a group that simply wasn't too well-trained, didn't understand, or a group that was extremely well-trained and decided to do it anyway. But somehow, the issues in your system, and by systems, the overall control, executive tone, governance, compliance program, internal controls, all at the meta level. It is axiomatic that you cannot find gaps in your compliance program until you stress test it. Viewed in that light, your compliance failures can be viewed as such a stress test. You've got you've just been handed a stress test, and this is where the system broke down. Now you have a gap. Absent the investigation, as painful and as difficult as that is, the gap would have been there sit, just sitting there. The investigation will raise information to you about the future of your failures of your compliance program that you may not have previously known existed. While there will be a desire by some folks not to give out any information about the investigation until it is completed and there is a final report, you must resist this at all cost. If the results of the investigation are not made available to you as the CCO or compliance professional charged with remedying aid, your compliance program, such remediation will be extremely difficult because you're going to be going off on suppositions and guesses. There should be a solid line of communication between the people who are doing the investigation and the people leading your remediation. Otherwise, you can only begin your remediation in the most general terms, and you will not be able to deal with specific gaps in your compliance programs or risks that need to be managed. Also, such an approach can be an absolute recipe for disaster. First and foremost, the DOJ will not give you credit, and you may lose the types of ben- benefits articulated in the FCPA Corporate Enforcement Program announced in November 2017 by Rod Rosenstein. Moreover, the executive attention will dissipate it, or as Berlin concluded, when you've got the energy, use it, because when it's gone. From the DOJ and Securities and Exchange Commission perspective, the key is to use your information to both fix a problem so that it does not occur again, but also improve your compliance program. You can think of this as part of your continuous improvement and contri- continuous evolution of your compliance program as well, because as you incorporate the remedial fixes to your compliance program, after a violation or after a failure you can document this and not only will help you in the specific fcpa enforcement action you may find yourself but also if a regulator comes knocking for any other reason in other words document everything you do so what are today's three key takeaways Well, really start with the title. How does your investigation inform your remediation? It absolutely informs your remediation. Whether you call it a get well plan, whether you call it a remediation plan, or whether you call it a missed opportunity analysis, it's all about moving forward and utilizing the information to improve your compliance program. Two, a compliance program failure offers you a way to upgrade your compliance program going forward. This cannot be underemphasized, so you should also consider this as a critical component. And finally, your investigation team must inform your remediation team. You can't have them going off and not talking to each other and hiding behind the attorney-client privilege because if you do, it's an absolute recipe for disaster. This is Tom Fox. I hope you enjoy this month's offering on hotlines and investigations A 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. If I could ask you to do, would you pass on to at least one person this podcast series on the nuts and bolts of compliance as I'm trying to expand my audience base for 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow where I take up another topic in innovation in compliance. Thanks again for listening. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.